All right, limber up. You ready? Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> the arsonist had oddly shaped feet. <laughs> Well, if hanging out and drinking is something that you want to do, well, let me introduce you to my boys, Matt and Drew. For fun and laughs and spirits, there's just one place to go. It's time for the Whiskey Tequila Friday Show. Whiskey Tequila Friday Show with my boys, Matt and Drew. Happy Friday, Drew. Happy Friday, Matt. And happy Friday to all of you out there, and welcome to another exciting episode of Whiskey Tequila Fridays, our podcast where we drink a little whiskey, we drink a little tequila, we educate, and we libate, and we try to have a little fun. All right, so, hola, what? me llamo Mateus, y mi amigo Drew está aquí conmigo. What? <laughs> I hope that was somewhat... Press, press one to continue in Spanish. <laughs> press two for English. I tried, I tried a little bit Me. of Spanish. I took, oh, I, I took enough of it. I should know it better, but oh, yeah. I, I still had to I think it. I took three years in high school. I can barely order a beer right? and ask you where the bathroom it's just, is. We, it's just we, we got through it to get through it, right? Yeah, right. How do I pass this class and move on? Exactly. But a few things linger, right? Me gusta bailar. I like to dance. <laughs> I'll never oh, forget that. I'll never I forget love it. it. It won't help me if I'm stuck somewhere and I need to, you know. Right. Just <laughs> you need directions and all you can say is I like, I like to, to dance. dance. <laughs> they might get you somewhere else. Yeah, right. All right. So, all right. So, again. That was awesome. My name is Matt. I am the uncertified whiskey hunter and I'm here to guide you through some whiskey and with me is my partner, Drew. Drew, how are you feeling? I'm doing great. I think we have a pretty great episode. Tonight is special. We are going with unicorn bottles. Yes. And these two are going to pair so nicely together. We can tell just from the nose. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> we're, we're both pretty excited. So if you have these bottles, cheers. I mean, salute, salute to good you. on you and <laughs> good on you for having these bottles. Because I agree, this is pretty special. This is pretty unique. These are going to be two bottles that are going to be tough to find, but they are out there. They are. I mean, we found them. We didn't like have, yeah. I didn't have like a special backdoor in. I didn't have to bribe anybody. You did. I didn't have, well, I didn't have to rob anybody or bribe anybody, but it was through my networks. It was because of the relationships that we're making through, you know, through yeah. our love for this spirit. Well, and that's how I got this bottle. Yeah. It was through a special relationship and special pandemic <laughs> sales <laughs> requirements. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's delay no further. Yeah, buddy. Let's talk about what we brought. So I brought the Colonel E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof. Mm. <laughs> so this is part of their regular line. But it's a little more on the rare. Even the regular small batch has become rare and hard to find. Yeah. A lot of places it flies off the shelf. This one being barrel proof, I believe it's even 
you know, fewer in production, right? Fewer cases per year that are released. And it's a great story. I'll get down and dirty with it. But what did you bring? I've got the Siembra Azul 15th Anniversary Reposado. And this thing is amazing. I can't <laughs> wait until we have these together. Let's get to it. I can't. Oh my gosh. I, I can't wait. All right. So can I can I yeah. just say something real quick? Go. I don't know when this is going to get released. Sure. But recently, our ability to pair a whiskey and a tequila and have them match up and complement each other perfectly, we have taken it to 11. <laughs> Let me fanboy a little bit Geek and then away. you can fanboy a little. All right. From the time that I started drinking whiskey, I would come across these great, big, tall, slender bottles of the Colonel E.H. Taylor. And I started to kind of do a little bit of research. That was back when smartphones were just becoming a thing, right? So the internet was more accessible to me. Right. And the aughts. <laughs> but these were always on the shelf. At least the small batch, the single barrel, the straight rye. You could get these bottles They were regularly. always on the shelf. Oh, yeah. At oh, Benny's. Oh, wow. All the time. And the small batch was $38, $36. The straight rye was 40 or 50 The single barrel was more in the 50 or 60 range. But they were all affordable and always on the shelf. Things are a little different now. The barrel proof was always hard to get, even back when the other ones were on the shelf. Whiskey itself is a glorious. The bottle is so nice, right? It's that it classic, is. that classic, the big signature, the Colonel E.H. Taylor. You know, he was the father of the Bottled and Bond Act. You know, you and I talked about yeah, on yeah, episode yeah. one okay. how the Bottled and Bond Act came even before the Food and Drug Act. Right. right? Yeah. And part of it was the tax strip. Part of it was the rules, the regulations, that nothing could be added to this whiskey other than water to proof it down to 100, you know, 100 proof, 50%. Okay. However, this one comes at us uncut and unfiltered, Ooh. straight from the barrel, 127.3 proof. We were trying to That's figure hot. out when I purchased this, I think it was last year. I think yeah, it was 21. It was definitely last year. I'm, I'm holding no hope that I'm going to find this again. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those bottles. We're going to drink this down to the last drop together because it's just one of those things that I may never see again, right? Listen, man, I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> I need someone to enjoy this with me because it is a little hot to drink Ooh, alone. Oh, it's hot. Yeah. It is. So without further ado, I, let's let's get into it. Let's do it. All right. What do you get on that nose? So it's been sitting here long enough now for us gabbing. The thing that I love about Taylor, in general, with their small batch, even their single barrel versions that I've had, is that there's enough balance there mm -hmm. where you get a little bit of everything that you're looking for. You want a little bit of leather, it's in there. You want a little bit of corn sweetness, it's in there. A little bit of toffee, a little bit of spice, a little bit of tobacco, the wood, the oak influence. It's all there, and it's pretty well-balanced. Now, this comes at us with a punch, right? That ethanol punch is definitely there. You know. Yeah, but this has been sitting in our glass now for like, we, we were jabbering before this. It so is, it's yeah. been sitting here for almost an hour, but I think. But we've also sipped and nosed 120 proof stuff that doesn't come off as hot. Very true. This is definitely every 
bit of that 127. Yep. yep. But I'm ready. Are you? Cheers. Cheers. Okay, for me, besides the flavors, oh. let's talk for a minute just about that alcohol punch. Because I felt like there was an initial spike, and then there was this like warming effect that went through my whole palate. Yep. And then another spike of alcohol that like, oh, you thought it was done? No. Boom. There's another slam in your face. Right. right? And mouth-watering. We've been sitting here smacking our lips for two minutes it's waiting to talk very again. mouth-watering. But I want to go in right away for that second sip. I got a lot of good toffee, dark brown sugar, a little bit of leather, a little bit of tobacco. But I'm afraid that alcohol just really covered a lot of those flavors. We need to let our palate adjust a little bit and then go in again. So that that second alcohol punch that fills your head, it was almost fruity. Yeah, there's a cherry note. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Cherries and cooked apples. I'm I'm looking for it again. Here, let's go find it. Cheers. Cheers. All right, what did you get, Drew? Same thing. Kind of that that two layers of alcohol punch. That fruit flavor though, as we've been discussing, I I'm picking up almost like bubblegum. Yeah, there's a bubblegum note for sure. Yeah, like the like that little dry Strip that's in the back <laughs> yeah. of the tops cards. Right. Do they even still do that? I don't know. I, I have no I idea. I think they just do the cards now. I think they gave up with the gum. I think it's just cards because the they gum figured, was a what? special little torture to go along with the with the cards, wasn't it? <laughs> that that white dust on yes. the gum almost had its own flavor, right? And it's it's here. So for me, on that fruit, it started with like apples, like cooked apples. Yep. And then with the second wave, it was more cherry. A lot of brown sugar, a lot of toffee. Yeah. The leather and the tobacco are more subdued. I actually Definitely. wish... I wish it was a little bit more, and I, I think it was when we were up... up. I'm, I'm pointing to the neck of the bottle. Up here... <laughs> when we were higher in, on in the bottle? This, in this general area. <laughs> but now that we're down in this general area... Yes. I, maybe it's a little more concentrated with that fruit, but it's really, really pleasant. Really it nice. It is. Very balanced still. I almost like it better the second time because I get more of the fruit and less of the leather and tobacco. Sure. Whereas that first time I I was with you, a lot of leathery notes for me. Almost tannic. Almost almost, tannic. almost too much on yeah. the first one. It also, it's it's hot. Yeah, it's and yeah, so it's that too. that that's part of it too. Is like kind of a blast on your palate yeah. here. Yeah, I know. I know we are a little late to the game, but a lot of podcasts, a lot of YouTubers that. Managed to get their hand on this 2021 batch, just all just singing praises about it. You know, it's just it's, so good. It this is kind of whiskey perfection right here. It is. I that's what's it's, what I see. It's yeah. great. Are we gonna do another sip before more, we move on? One more tiny little sip. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah. So that time, much tinier sip. Trying to conserve what's in the glass right. for later. Right. And I definitely got more, you just said raisins. I definitely got more raisins, more like apples and cinnamon, like... like but stewed. Stewed yes. apples and, yeah, lots of Yeah, not like fruits. a green apple. Right. Like no. a, a, a red apple with cinnamon that's been sitting in the pot for mm. a while. Right. Oh. <laughs> got that Kentucky hug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little warm. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, this this, this is, is so good. A, this is a special bottle, and I'm I'm so excited to share this with you and uh, just to to geek out about it because I'm such a fan of the Colonel Taylor. Just in general, just right? in general, yeah. The best part of my trip to Kentucky, which we will geek out about or have already geeked out about, is seeing the old Taylor Distillery and walking those to me hallowed grounds. You know, right. Touching the doorknobs that I think he touched, and you know what I mean, like just walking the it's floor. It's like stepping on Ebbets Field. Oh, for if, me, if it you was, still could, I guess. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was like going through Graceland or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. Right. Oh my gosh! All right, so I am thoroughly <sighs> done geeking out, and I will pass the mic to my partner, who is equally excited oh my about gosh. his. Again, this is the Siembra Azul 15th anniversary Reposado. It was only produced in late 2020. Maybe there's an early 2021 bottling. I'm not sure. It was released one time. The bottles are out there. I think it's going to be equally difficult to find, but you're gonna, you can still find it on the shelves. And when we're looking on the secondary market, I, I bought this during the pandemic from a local restaurant that was selling these things, like, through the cash yeah, register. Right. That was a big deal. That was, you know, a lot of restaurants yeah. had no income at all, so they were right. selling their bottles. Yeah. The bar, right? And this one was $80 plus tax, right? Through the register, it was all above board. Open? was it, No, it was sealed. It was sealed. Okay, all right, good it for you. It was sealed. Yeah. If you're looking on secondary market, I'm seeing it for... 140, 160, 180 now. What about even like at a liquor store? If it was on the shelf, this is one that and, would be like tucked behind the glass, yeah, right? This would and be, you know, and this is the thing like for the liquor store that knows, right? They're gonna stick it behind the glass, and they've up, they've marked it up. Secondary prices, right? Yeah, it's probably still gonna be in that 140 to 160 range. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, the grocery store I went to for this Amazing. did not use secondary, but most liquor stores, if it's there. It's they know three ninety nine or four ninety nine or yeah right yeah. or higher right? yeah. So what's the anniversary of the distillery or the master distiller, the guy on the the guy on the bottle, the old <laughs> the, dude? The guy. What's the what's the fifteen? <laughs> what's the fifteen signify? So this is the fifteenth anniversary of producing this at the distillery. Okay, the old man on the bottle is Feliciano Vivanco. Why is that important? As the air conditioning kicks in in the office, I don't know how loud that's going to be. Why is this important? This bottle is a blend of Siembra Azul, which is a brand you can find. They've got, you know, their everyday releases, and Viva Mexico, which is the Vivanco family brand. Both made at Gnome 1414, and there are some good, there are some other good brands coming out of that Gnome. Sure. Arta Gnome 1414, this Siembra Azul, one that we see on the store shelves everywhere, and I have not yet tried Grand Ovejo, the G and the D bottle. Right. This Siembra Azul, Viva Mexico, which I am almost positive I have a Blanco. Oh, okay. At home. I, I wish I had brought it. And then Yayo. Have you heard? Yeah. This is one that's on Doug Price's Agave Social right. Club. He's had Yayo on yeah. a couple of times, I think. Yeah, but all of those 
pretty high quality. And if you're on the Tequila Matchmaker app and you get into Siembra Azul, 83, 86, 86, 87, 88, 89. This 15th anniversary is rated in 87. Which is pretty high for These are pretty high. Again, for those of you not familiar, the wine thing going to 94, 97, that's different. That's for wine. For tequila, at least this is our take, most people's take. If you are on the tequila matchmaker app and you find one that's above i think if you're 80 and above 80 82 or higher you're going to be dabbling in the good stuff it's amazing so when we're tasting something that's an 87 this might as well be a wine that's a 98 97 98 yep it is amazing so the production methods kind of a cool thing especially for the geek in us. On the back, it's telling us the field that this was grown in. It's all estate grown. Planting in 2014 and 15, the harvest in 2019 and 20, who the hemidors were. Super transparent. I love uh, all of that. So all those amazing. details. Roasting in a brick oven, 18 ton, 48 hours. Extraction milling. Or extraction is the milling. It's the roller mill. And I'm looking on their website. This is a hand-operated roller mill. Hmm. So somebody's actually turning the crank to... So so it's not a 10-ton roller mill. It has to be something small enough to use by hand. Use by hand. Yeah, and there's multiple... I think I'm looking at here. It's kind of a conveyor belt type thing of multiple layers of crushing here. But it's, it's the roller mill. Fermentation stainless steel tanks, 31,000 liters. They're giving us the yeast strain on the bottle. And the cool thing is because it's a mix, 50% Siembra Azul in their barrels from Missouri, medium toast, 200 liters, and 50% Viva Mexico, Kentucky bourbon, medium toast, 190 liters. And they give us the lot numbers. So if you were able to find a little collection of these, you could go through. This bottle is Siembra Lot 8, Viva Lot 10. You could geek out on all the different combinations, and I don't know what combinations are out there. Sure. But you could probably find one that is the best. Yeah. But they blended this to... To what? To their taste preferences, To their right? taste preferences. Yeah. And I'm going to guess that you're going to find they're going to be fairly uniform because that's probably what they're going for in the blending. Sure. But you and I both know there's always the magic blend. There's always one lot that's better than the rest. Right. Without fail that everybody loves. Cool little thing I wanted to bring up about the fermentation. Ye- they're, they're using yeast. Yeast are living Beings. Sure. Not going to say that they're sentient, but they're, they are living organisms. This NOM, this Gnome 1414, they play classical music for the yeast. That's awesome. And they say it makes the yeast happier. That's awesome. That's great. I <laughs> love that. It, it responds to the music. I just think that's the coolest thing. Yeah. No, if, if, if a happy yeast makes better alcohol. Right. Why not? Why not? Yeah. I, I was joking with somebody that I worked at a distillery that also played music, except it was Paul Anka's greatest hits. 
<laughs> and by the time they cycled around to you're having my baby for the third time, I had to quit. <laughs> Which nobody under the age of 50 except for Whatever you and me are going to get. They're not going to get that. Yeah. That's Cause, great. Because now we're really digging deep. <laughs> <laughs> Distillation in a copper still. Aging, again, it's 50% Siembra Azul. It's 50% Viva Mexico. Both repos, right? Both, both repos. And I don't know if we get... I'm looking on the bottle. It does For not... age. Yeah, it does not say how long, but it's it's less than a year. Right. We know that. And it's it's a good color. It's really a... A fairly dark color. You know, it's a, a it's a pretty dark color for a repo. It is. What are you getting on the nose? And this one is coming in at 84%, 42 proof. Okay. Little bit stronger than your average tequila, yep. but it's not gonna It's not <laughs> it's, 127. It's not 127. I do like that they probably blended this to the profile and to the proof that they thought was the best. Because 84 doesn't seem like just a round number. I think they probably, yeah, they honed in on that number, sure. that, that proof, sure. right? I would agree. But on the nose, this is just super sweet agave. Just super yes. caramel sweet yes. agave. A little yeah. bit of vanilla, but you know it's agave. You know it's tequila, but it's so sweet. There isn't really a ton of earth tones. There isn't a ton of brine. It's super not, sweet. Not a ton, but do you get a little bit of brine and oak? It's there, but for me, it's really primarily sweetness. It it's, is. I'll give you that. I got, I've got. i got sweet agave, a little floral fruity note. Mm. Do you yeah. get it like a brown sugar sweetness, like a molasses sweetness? Yeah, there's, there's, it's complex. There's definitely a little bit of vanilla and a little bit of there's brown sugar. There's a lot going on. Are we ready to taste this? Absolutely. Salud. Salud. All right. I definitely got a specific flavor profile at the end. Okay. I'm curious to hear what you had. For the end, it kind of went to like a dry oak flavor for me. It was nice. A really dry oak note. The beginning, it was kind of strange. I actually got like a little bit of a caramel of a cola or a root beer. Oh, okay. Maybe not that strong of a root beer flavor or a Coke flavor, but the caramel sweetness of a Coca-Cola. Sure. A lot of sweetness and a, a bold, there's a bold flavor in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Then it went sweet. Then it went kind of dry for me, like a dry oak flavor that I really enjoyed. I really liked this a lot. What did you get? So I got a little bit of a fruit hint. Okay. That reminded me of bubble gum, but I think it's more like grapefruit, like juicy fruit. Okay. Like so I'm I'm that's what I'm picturing in my head as I'm tasting it sure. is that it's still like all gum inherently tastes the same. <laughs> you know, right there's a like you know when you have gum. Yeah, but I think pink when I think of pink bubble gum I think of a very unique flavor yes. as opposed to a juicy fruit. But even juicy fruit, that little white powder, it's kind of the same white powder as on the pink the, tops the, baseball sure, card gum. Sure, the dry powder, right. Right, and maybe that's... Uh, try it again. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Second sip. 
What'd you get? I got a little bit of juicy fruit. I don't know <laughs> if you put it in my head, but I'll yes. be dead. It's so good on the lips. It's so good. There is <laughs> there's a very unique, bold and savory note towards the beginning and mid palate that I really enjoy. As I was swishing it around in my mouth, I put it to my nose. I put the glass to my nose. I did too, yeah. And I got a little funky note. There's a little a little funky yes. note that is hard to pinpoint, but it's dark. It's savory. Almost like meaty. But then it quickly goes so sweet that it, it like before I could pinpoint it, it went sweet and yummy and delicious. Yeah. And then I got that nice that nice juicy fruit kind of mouth watering effect, but then also a mouth drying effect from the oak. And you and I have talked about this anytime that a spirit can dry our mouth and make our mouth water. It's a hitter. It's It's amazing. It's doing something special. Right. That's really nice. So uh, on that second sip, I got way more oak and that sweet cooked agave up front. The juicy fruit was a little more subdued that time, but it came out right at the end. I was so happy that it, it was still there. <laughs> I'm so happy you found it, too. Whether by suggestion or or it actually happened. So Either that's, way. That's the beauty Perception of is reality, yeah, my friend. But that's the beauty of sipping along with friends is that you can, you can ask each other. You can kind of share what you're feeling, what you're tasting, and... Even if you don't get it, taste is still subjective. Yeah. But sometimes you can't put your finger on it, and then someone else says, uh, biscuits. And you go, yeah, that's it. It's cooked bi- or whatever, <laughs> yeah, right? right? Whatever the note you were trying to pinpoint, someone else can just figure it. And, you know, a lot of times it's people that are not super, super experienced with this stuff. No, because right? that, that one flavor sticks out for them and they can't taste anything else. Right, because they right. cook they cook a lot or they bake a lot and they use these spices or they use those ingredients. Well, that's like the first time you and I sat down and we had kind of a tour of rye and you're introducing me to rye and I'm like, oh, all I can taste is caraway seeds on this. And that was the flavor you couldn't quite pinpoint and that's all I could taste. Yeah. Because as a newbie... I couldn't get anything else. It was just like all caraway. <laughs> right. And by then I had gone past those flavors right. to right. the other more subtle flavors. I'm dying for one more sip. Let's go. Salute. Okay, that time around, I wasn't thinking about it, but I, I got that little bit of funk kind of early to mid palate. Yeah. It almost makes me think that if we were there, if we could be near that roller mill, because don't they, they kind of cook the agave first, right? They do. They toast the agave, then they put it on that roller mill to extract those juices, right? So the outside of those piñas, they're kind of toasted, right? They're kind of brown and toasted. That's what I think I'm smelling when I have the spirit Moving around on my palate, and I put the glass to my nose. I think I'm getting that the outside of that toasted, that sure. toasted agave, yeah, just for that little second. And boy, it's glorious. I just now we've got to get to a Do distillery. Do you realize that any 
beginner listening to this has tuned out. <laughs> well, this episode we, is not. <laughs> we have completely geeked out, yeah, fanboyed no, I, all over this stuff. I, I am not a sommelier by any means, but no. boy, I love to talk about what I'm tasting. I just love to piece it out and get those flavor notes. And yes. I'm positive if you and I get to a distillery down in Jalisco, we will experience what that smell is when that roller mill hits those toasted pinas. Well, we're going to need people to that. buy a t-shirt. Oh, we don't have t-shirts still. <laughs> we'll but get that. when we do, you're going to have to finance our trip. <laughs> All right. You know what, man? That's three of each. I say we get a we we take a second here. We get a quick rinse. Yeah. And then we get into it. Yeah. I'm not gonna say it because I I see you. I see you. You're trying to be sneaky. All right, you ready? What? what? Yeah. <laughs> I just wish we had a camera because at this point you're actually holding the phone over the mic for our low budget sound effect. Because I think it's time to get into the quick sips. I still love the high porn. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody says. So let's let's real quick let's uh, reload if we need to. Yep. And we're gonna be back in a moment here and uh, right after this word from our sponsor. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> we don't have a sponsor. Oh, oh that. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Does anybody want to sponsor? <laughs> All right. All right. So before we get into the quick sips, I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, you cut it off. <laughs> I I looked up a picture on the Siembra website okay. of the roller mill, and this thing looks like a piece of machinery from the 1940s. Could you smell it? And you can smell <laughs> it through the picture. Like it, it's just it has run. So much cooked agave sure. through it that I, I totally... Like an old toaster smells right. so much better right. than a new toaster. Yes. <laughs> exactly. All right. Now, in, in times past, we have called an audible and we have gone tequila to whiskey first versus the normal whiskey to tequila. Right. We've also over time realized that if we take a smaller sip of the higher proof and a bigger sip of the lower proof, it sometimes accounts for the the, the, the relative amount of the, alcohol in our mouth. Yeah, the alcohol equals, wash. <laughs> yes. How do you want to work this? I think I want to end this whole thing with that tequila. So let's so let's start. So let's start with the tequila. With the tequila into the Taylor, and then we'll end with the Taylor into the into the Siembra Azul 15 it, anniversary yeah, reposado. Because it has enough bold notes. It has some really good, like different, unique, funky things. But yeah, I I really I really want to end with that to see what that does. I, I'm with you. I'm excited about this, ladies and gentlemen. This is Quick Sips. So just to remind everybody, what we're going to do is we're going to take a sip of the tequila. We're not going to wait. We're not going to rinse. We're not going to cleanse the palate. Give the whiskey a quick nose. Take a sip of that. We're trying to figure out what does the tequila do to the whiskey and vice versa. Are we ready? Ready. Salute. Salute. That was amazing, Matt. What 
What you, did you get? Well, you were bragging earlier, and I wanted to be like, don't brag too much. We're still kind of new at this, but holy shit, are we getting good at this? Like, pairing so, these two together might be the best thing we've ever done. We have never tasted these together. Right. On the same day. We knew from the moment we nosed these, 30 minutes before we hit record, <laughs> that this was going to be amazing. Yeah, that was a ride. That was such a good ride. Because, first of all, just the finish alone. I know that you'll edit out the 40 <laughs> or 50 seconds that we were still tasting oh, the spirits. Yes. But it went... It, there was a mouth-drying effect at moments. There was a mouth-watering effect at moments. For me, it was just a ton of different... Like, I was being bombarded with leather, and then cooked apples, and then yes. vanilla, and then caramel, and then even a little bit of an agave note towards the finish that I'm like... Which was weird. How did you, I got that. How did the agave linger through the 127 proof? Right. But it did. And there were great barrel notes, great barrel spices and oak. I think the dryness from that is from the oak. Mm-hmm. But holy cow. And there was one moment where it got super hot. Yeah. Like cinnamon red hots. Tongue tingling, <laughs> almost tongue numbing. Yeah, almost numbing, right. And then just a waterfall of mouth watering. Yes. It, it was, it's an experience. <laughs> we should have been pairing these two from the moment we cracked them because we are looking at a third I'm of the really bottle. I'm really upset <laughs> that we don't have more of these. <laughs> we will have to really enjoy these and savor these. To the very last drop, right? Maybe invite a few special friends no. over. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> There's oh not God. enough here for friends. You're I'm right. sorry, friends. You're right. It's hard. If you're it's listening, hard. you know who you are because you get the invite quite often. You you ain't getting this invite. Uh, so, all right, let's rinse. You, they would just be disappointed. No, anyway, I know. There's I not know. enough. I know. Yeah. All right, let's oh. rinse and go back the other way. Yeah. We're hot. Let's, let's regroup. We are hot. All right. So we've cleansed our palates. Yep. Let's, let's, let's reel, reel it in. in. <laughs> Offline, we've been chattering about Curb Your Enthusiasm oh, and yeah. all kinds of, what, Game of Thrones. Lots we decided of... to not hit record for that part <laughs> like we usually do. We'll geek out of it. We'll hit some tangents eventually. Yeah. But this one is so special. We have spent a lot of time just... I'm going to have a hard time keeping this under an hour. Yeah. And we didn't even go off on a tangent. <laughs> right. We love these bottles. What can we say? These are these are amazing, and they are amazing together. Yeah. So... How, how often do you catch a unicorn? How often do you get two? <laughs> right. And then exactly. eat them. <laughs> and then eat them together. Right. <laughs> All right. So this time around, we are doing the Colonel E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof. Probably what? a small sip. A smaller sip because this one's coming in at 127. No waiting. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Straight <laughs> into Siembra Azul 
15-year anniversary Reposado. A little more healthier sip of that. A little healthier sip of that coming in at 84 proof. Are you ready, my friend? I'm ready. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. That's like a uh, solid two minutes of lip smacking. Are you ready? Yeah, I I think so. But man, I, I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm telling you, the, this is for someone who has a better palate than you and I put together. You think because, so? Well, so pick much out, happened. To pick out all of these little, get in for it, the nuance. There was such a glorious thing happening. First of all, the whiskey. Holy cow. Hot. It's still hot, by the way. It, it was still hot. It was a nice, hot, <laughs> cinnamon heat, sweet. And then when you got that tequila first into your palate and rolling it around, we both agreed there was just this buttery, velvety, leather note that yeah. was just yeah. so nice. Right. Oh, almost reminded me of like my grandpa's pipe tobacco. A little bit just of tobacco-like, yeah. Wet tobacco, soft though, very oh, soft. So good. Yeah. And then towards the finish, the agave showed up. It was not going to be overshadowed by that whiskey. No, and it hung on. It hung on. It came to play, and we both thought that there was a drying effect that was going to kind of close out the show. So, yeah, and then. Nope, we're not done. No. Mouthwatering. Another wave of mouthwatering flavors just came through with the vanilla and the sweet notes. Just such a... Right. And it took forever. We're I'm sitting, still we're enjoying... sitting here smacking our lips for literally two to three minutes. I thought for sure that the whiskey would overpower Mm-mm. that tequila. It, it helps to take a smaller sip of whiskey and it a does. bigger sip, but I'll... It does. I'll be honest... I probably took a little bit of a bigger sip <laughs> of the whiskey than I should have, like thinking back to the measuring. Yeah. The tequila still stood up. Oh, I mean. And, and I'm with you. You, I got all of that cooked agave on what I thought was the mid palate, and then the oak just just sucked everything out. It was completely drying on what I thought was the end, the late finish. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I got juicy fruit again. Okay. So I I feel like I got that grapefruit, the sweetness that maybe you're identifying as caramel. Yeah. I'm just calling kind of a, a, a sugary. But there was and, also and there was also that 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 I hinted to that toasted agave. Yes. That what I would imagine that smell would be. That kind of crispy on the outside, right? Right, juicy right. on the inside. As that roller mill is just crushing that, yeah. and you get that whiff of that toasted, almost caramelized, almost burnt note on the outer edge, and all the soft, succulent, sweet juices it, on the it's inside. It's almost like a, a marshmallow that you put on the campfire. Yes, you get the char, then you get the toast. Right. And then it's just sweetness. That sweet marshmallow. And a lot of bourbons that use the toasted barrels, you can get those toasted marshmallow sure, notes. Sure. And for this, it was a toasted agave note. It is. These these are both amazing bottles, and together, they're even better. Even better together. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to Uber home. <laughs> 
because I don't see us stopping this well, anytime soon. I was just about to suggest that we pause and do another round. Oh, are we going to do like, this again? Just another quick sip back and forth, because I have a little bit left. I do too. And we might as well, just to see what else we can capture out of these, you know? All right. Even if we don't include it in the show. Just to kind of... All right, well, let's rinse out and let's, right. let's try it again. All right. All right, folks. We have cleansed the palates, and I think we're going in for an unprecedented second round of quick sips. These are so good, they require another... A sequel. A sequel. I mean, what great movie doesn't have a sequel? Tell me Rocky <laughs> 2 wasn't better... Oh my gosh. ...than the first. Tell me Ghostbusters 2 wasn't almost as good. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell or you that. Terminator T2 oh, better Terminator than the original. Terminator 2, if not better, stood up. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. See, now we're going on a tangent. So this thing, there's no way this goes under an hour. <laughs> Godfather I mean, 2. Empire Strikes Back. Mm. <laughs> I could do this all. Honey, I blew up the kids. Oh I don't know. You're reaching now. <laughs> you might be reaching. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, gosh. The Empire Strikes Back is way better than the original Star Wars. Oh, it's... it's I mean, it's one of the top ones. If you rank all of them together, Empire comes out on top almost in every ranking, whether it be like best acting or best editing or best scenes or best storyline. Yeah. No matter how you want to rank them. Godfather 2? For the story, for the back and forth, the cinematography, the I, I love it. The directing. The backstory was, was, was key. Yeah. No, it, it, it tied the other one together. Yeah. It... it the, you enjoy the first one more after watching the second one. And that's what a good sequel I think so. does. I think so. I think so. Absolutely. Honey, I blew up the kids. <laughs> you kidding me? Do I? <laughs> I, I no, probably I, not. Well, you're, it's, it's a reach, but I mean, I'll, I'll let you have it because... I'm I mean, just bringing it up because <laughs> it's another sequel that I could think of. Rocky oh. two. Amazing. I mean that that one's got to be. You but know. Rocky three is my favorite. Your favorite Rocky movie, and why? Well, when I was a kid, I would have said Rocky four. I mean, America Rocky, beats Rocky for the war. I mean, <laughs> yes, but if he dies, he look, dies. Looking back on it now, I would have to say. Rocky Three. When I was a kid, it hit me in all yeah. the right spots. Yeah, you know, I was growing up at that time. I love the revenge story. I love the, you know, uh, the action. The well, and Mr. T Mr. was T amazing. Was just out of and nowhere, we, we knew and him as a good guy from the A Team. Sure, and then here he is on Rocky Three as a bad guy. It was my first taste of oh, actors can play good guys and bad guys. Yeah. That was my first experience. I loved as a kid. I loved how, you know, uh, doesn't doesn't Mick die right? Mick dies in that one. Right? Yeah, he does. And just the, the you know, the, the emotional the emotional <laughs> toll and the 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 acting genius that is Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. <laughs> but I, I had another I had another sequel. It came and went. You were talking about what, Rocky. T two, 
Well, T2 is a great one. Like Again, almost The original like, Terminator is so awesome, and Terminator 2 was... I don't know if it was better, but I, I like how you put it with The Godfather. It made the first one better. You enjoy it better after watching T2. Yeah. yeah. How about Evil Dead 2? Oh, my gosh. You know what? I, I know that I saw this movie. You and I have to sit down and watch these movies together. I think the first time, maybe the only time I saw the original Evil Dead was like in middle school and like we weren't supposed to rent yeah, it and right. we did anyway. Do you own a VCR? Oh, that's a tough one. I don't know. I have we, them all. We might. I have them all, but they're on VHS. I'm sure they're on demand. The, there was a whole I'm series. Sure. You'd be surprised. Some things are hard to find. Like the original number one was basically the same. Number two was the same thing. Yeah. It wasn't a carryover. It was just because the first one was so indie that yeah, it was a small right. budget, small release. Then they got enough money, I guess, or gumption to do a, another Again. one. Yeah. And oh, and then Evil Dead 3, Armory of Darkness. I mean, it just goes to Again, the ridiculous. It goes beyond, you know. I think I've seen each one of these once, and it was probably a decade between oh. each of them. So yeah, no, we, we've got oh, to we'll do. We'll have to geek yeah, out on we've that We've got to geek out on, on if, if my VCR still works. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get let's get to it here. All right. Reel it in. <laughs> We're doing this again. We are this is unprecedented. We're doing History is being made on American on Whiskey Tequila Fridays. <laughs> tequila first, right? We did Te- tequila. We're doing first tequila first. Then, yeah. All right. Ready? Salute. Salute. And there's the cherry. It was there. How long were we going? Like the Okay, first of all, the tequila, there was a little funky note that I really enjoyed. It's been in the glass now. Maybe more time in that glass has really opened up some of the bolder, darker tones in that thing. Glorious. And then over into the whiskey, when I nosed it, cooked apples. When I tasted it, Mm. warm. Again, that cinnamon burn, but then like a lot of leather and tobacco. Then it mellows out, starts to slowly dissipate. You know, the burn is wearing off. And then I get the cherry. Like, long after, there's a nice cherry note. And it's still going as we are talking. I should almost not cut the tasting portion for one of these. Sure. So people understand how long... We sit here experiencing different flavors. Right. It's a legit minute to two minutes, which when you're just sitting here sipping and thinking about it is an incredibly long time. Right. Yeah. And it's so much more than the fact that it's a high proof. Because when you sip two elegant spirits together, you sometimes can capture other things and new... New things. This is what Whiskey Tequila Fridays is all it's what we're about. Bringing. what we're bringing. It's what one brings out in the other. And these two are a perfect match. So good. So good. All right, you ready? Yep, we're going well, the other way. Let's rinse. Real oh, quick. yeah, yeah. So I was going to mention that I noticed that the, the leather and tobacco kind of flavors that I got were missing from the tequila that time. But it was 
mid to late palate, early finish on the whiskey. So I, I feel like that's what the whiskey's bringing. This is so exciting. <laughs> Are you ready to go the other yeah, way? Let's go. Cheers. Cheers. Dude, I felt it's even better. I felt like that time I really was able to separate how the whiskey was still kind of burning on my tongue. Mm -hmm. And then my top palate, my top mouth was just all enjoying the agave. And it was just like this perfect, like two things happening at the same time, you know? Like it was both just going and going and going. Yes. But that toasted agave, that, that caramelized agave note just keeps popping out. Among all the other notes, which are great, but that's what I love the most about this. I'm completely with you. I got the similar separation of flavors, but it wasn't so much that I could identify it as on my tongue versus on my palate, but it was more like a time segment. Again, the first thing that I got was that leathery tobacco. I feel like that that's really what the, the whiskey brings out. And then this huge tidal wave of toasted agave. <laughs> I still get that bubblegum note at the end or the juicy fruit note yeah. at the end. But, but right when I think it's the end, something else happens. It just keeps on going with something else. This is, these, these two match up so well. I'm upset <laughs> that we haven't done this earlier. <laughs> Lift up that E.H. Taylor. Yeah. Dude, look at where we are in these bottles. Yeah, I know. That's a lot of wasted time. <laughs> <laughs> Just sipping well, them alone. I, I'm pretty sure we enjoyed yeah, I did. the we did. first section. Yes. We enjoyed them. But we're down to this like bottom third, bottom quarter. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, too, is that when your bottle gets down to the last third, yeah. you really do need to put it... Towards the front of your shelf. Yeah. There yeah. is a time limit. Time to drink you, it. It's time to keep it on the front of the shelf. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm your huckleberry. Well, I just have to. I'm here for you. It would be a shame to not sip these together on the way out. Like, just finish these out. Maybe not tonight, but we'll finish these side by side. Definitely. Yeah. Because they're really good. These are amazing. All right. Back to the other way. Oh, no, we did it. We're done. We did it. Yeah. All right. Forget I said that. And I think we're done. I think we're done, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's best to not record anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready to wrap this one up? I don't want it to end. But Look, I think... we're going to hit stop, and yeah. then we can taste a little bit more on our yeah. own. All right. But the recording has to end here. <laughs> All good things must come to an end. Yeah. Yes. No, I know. All right. So so that about wraps it up for us. We want to thank you for listening. Please like and follow and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. We have been on the air now, and we want to thank you, all our friends and followers. We appreciate the downloads. We're following. We're trying to track it. But if you could leave us a review, that would really help a lot. Those reviews do help with the algorithms. We are on Instagram and have a Facebook group at Whiskey Tequila Fridays Podcast. And we like to thank Joby at Forsha Creek 
for our music. It's a great song. And we ask that you always drink responsibly. And if you like drinking whiskey and you like drinking tequila, then it's always a Friday. Happy Friday, Drew. Happy Friday, Matt. We appreciate y'all hanging, but now it's time to go. Well, come on back for more whiskey to keep a Friday show. Hola. <laughs> Me llamo Mateus. <laughs> y mi amigo Drew. Wait, it's I, probably not really Spanish. I had it, and then we drank a whole bunch, and then I forgot. Did you? I, I was prepared. Yes, I wanted to wow you with a little Spanish. I was prepared. I wouldn't even know. Uh, like, all I remember is, like, you know, I like to, like, jugar al balancesto. Me, me gusta bailar. Yeah. I like to dance. <laughs> I wouldn't have even known. You could have just kept going and made it up. And are you Mateus? Or are yes, you Mateo? I'm, I'm Mateus, and you are Andres. Oh. If you want to be. Or I could just be Matt and Drew. I'll be who... I'll be... I'm your Huckleberry. I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> All right. Well, you got, you got notes? I had it written down. See, now... But now the magic is dead because you would have been, your reaction would have been pure off of my glorious Spanish. Luckily, I'm a master thespian. All right. All right. You could come up with something. All right.